What is up, beautiful Dynasty Leaguers? Welcome back to the Dynasty Dynamic. I'm your host, Max Cascons, joined by the man with 1,100 followers, a.k.a. the DFF Moose, a.k.a. Mr. Mike McAuliffe. Mike, how you doing, buddy? Max, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on the show again. It's always good to be here. Um, you know, I'm just excited. I think it's one more day until we're going to be two weeks out from actual NFL football. We got, what, the Bucks against the Cowboys, I think. I, I'm definitely excited to see my boy Tom Brady in there, of course, but we got to wait three more days after that to see some Patriots action. But either way, I'm stoked. Could not be more excited. It is that time of year, and we're going we're gonna to quickly move the show through. I'm trying to do a quick show today, and we're going to move on to the Tweet of the Week, which you got last week, your oh, Jamar Chase uh, T. Higgins tweet that blew up. <laughs> This, this week, this is something I wanted to share with the audience. So this is Rich Rebar. Quote him on the show all the time, at Lord Reeves. Elijah Moore's 149 receiving yards per game were the most for any Power 5 prospect in his final season entering the NFL. Only eight games played, but his 1,200 yards were the most ever by an SEC player through the first eight games of any season. Elijah Moore is good at football, Mike. What are your thoughts on this? I would say that's a pretty fair take. I know that I personally am very excited to see what he has to do this year. We're actually going to be talking about uh, his new quarterback in this show as, as well. So um, we'll see how this season turns out, but I could not be more excited for him uh, this year, especially he did so well in college with such great uh, you know, wide receiver peers around him as well. So um, he's definitely going to be – I have good, good feelings about Elijah Moore. Anybody that puts up numbers sharing a field with uh, DK Metcalf and AJ Brown is probably pretty good. Yeah, it's not easy to do to match up with those guys, but he he's done it. So, um, so before we jump in, I know we got some more polls. You're the poll master, That's but right. um, I wanted to just because it broke this morning. Sony Michelle headed to LA from the Patriots. Let's get a rapid reaction. What are your thoughts, and how will Sony Michelle be remembered in your mind? Yeah, man, honestly, uh, I I have to say I'm happy for him. You know, he definitely, uh, is, as well as he did over his time, I know that he uh, was definitely injured a lot, um, but he had some some solid years with us. He's kind of fallen out of favor as of recently with, you know, we have Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson, James White as well. So I know he definitely, he went on that huge run in that 2018 Super Bowl run, uh, 336 yards and six touchdowns over three games. So Thank you very much for that, Sony. You'll always be a legend here. Uh, and I'll just say um, I'm sorry to do Darrell Henderson owners because this is definitely not the best news for them. No, it's not. Um, in the span of a little over a day, we've seen the backup running back fans. Uh, no, no shade on James Robinson, but when you get a uh, first-round pick addition, you're probably going to be the backup on your team. Uh, Darrell Henderson owners, not so happy right now. James Robinson owners after the Travis Etienne news, pretty happy with James Robinson's situation. Uh, but that's all I'll say. We could do a deep dive on yep. that some other day. Exactly. So let's jump into the polls. And you and I were going back and forth this week talking about a couple things we wanted to get the wisdom of the crowds leaning into. And Mac Jones versus Zach Wilson, right? It's it's weird. Super flex right now. Everybody's very honed in on the top three. You got Trevor Lawrence. You got Justin Fields. You got Trey Lance. Put him in whatever order you want. But I wanted to get the pulse on Mac versus Zach. So let us know what the results. I know you got this up on Twitter. Um, let us know where the wisdom of the crowds took us. And give me your take on on what the results were. Totally, man. Uh, so let's see. So 
the results we got were 22% of people would prefer owning Mac Jones in a Superflex, if Superflex Dynasty League right now, while 72%, basically more than three times the amount of people, would rather own Zach Wilson right now, while 6% could not decide. Uh, which, you know, I know that I definitely find myself not even just being a Patriots fan, and, I'll, I, you know, some people might not believe that, but it definitely does not play into it too much. I think the Mac Jones would definitely be the one that I press draft on if I was on the clock. Uh, you know, it really depends. There's, uh, I feel like Mac is the safer, higher floor, probably lower ceiling kind of play that if you're in a super flex league and you need a third QB or even just a, as your second QB, I would feel very safe about Mac Jones going into that system specifically with Bill Belichick. Well, Zach Wilson, you know, I could definitely see him having some huge upside, especially he can run a bit more. He has an electric arm that reminds me in some ways of Patrick Mahomes. Um, but I, th- I think that I would probably go with Mac Jones here. So I guess I'm in the minority. I don't know about you. I I think I'm also taking Mac, um, you know, and, and that's not shade at Zach Wilson either. Um, you know, Zach Wilson, very accomplished. You know, it's funny when you look at some of the key metrics for them. I mean, Mac Jones, 100th percentile college QBR. Zach Wilson, no slouch in the 93rd percentile. Both exactly 97th percentile for yards per attempt in their college career. Yep. So they know both know how to push the ball downfield. Um, Zach Wilson, you know, very early breakout. I think one of the knocks on him was just that we didn't really fully see him put it together. Not that it was like Joe Burrow where it came out of nowhere and lit the world on fire, but he kind of can look like a little bit of a one-year wonder as his final season was really where everything coalesced. Um, And, you know, Mac Jones's last season was obviously incredible as well. It's, it's a little bit different when you're stacked behind those Alabama, that Alabama quarterback room, (laughs) right. Tua, Jalen hurts. Those guys all sitting in front of you. Mac Mac Jones was like a scout team guy right before this. Uh, But this is somebody who, in 2020, due to COVID, all conference play against only SEC competition set the completion record um, for the NCAA. So 77.4 completion percentage tops one of the old school gunslingers, Colt McCoy in 2008. <laughs> That's a throwback. Um, I'm taking Mac here. I like the landing spot. I will always trust the Patriots to put their quarterbacks in positions to succeed. Um, and I think he is just a little bit of a safer bet where I think Zach Wilson, you, you mentioned, you know, I don't know if I compare anybody's arm to Patrick Mahomes, but definitely (laughs) maybe has that kind of spectacular play type of ceiling. Right. So for me, based on what they did in college, I'm taking back Jones. Clearly we're both wrong because Twitter thinks it is Zach Wilson (laughs) three to one. Yeah. It's, you know, I can see why people like Zach Wilson. When I compare him to Mahomes, the way that I see it is, you know, on bootleg plays where he'll run out and make time for himself and be able to just sling it on the run. I'm very impressed by that for sure. But when I look at someone like Mac Jones coming into this Patriots system, I think that they, you know, if you're comparing weapons here, I would say that the Patriots have a little bit more um, talent on their side, um, but not too, by too much. You know, we were just talking about Elijah Moore and everything. He could be great for Zach Wilson. Jameson Crowder is, you know, super underrated. Corey Davis, they just signed to be their wide receiver one. So, um, you know, I think that they could definitely come in over um, – their new coach, I forget his name. Uh, that would be Mr. Robert Sala. Yes, Sala. So I definitely, I think that that could be good for them, you know, especially if they run a 49ers type of offense. I know that he was their defensive coordinator, but, um, you know, I just, I think that Mac definitely 
the way that he is able to just be so accurate and to let his players, his receivers make, you know, plays happen. I think it's, it's a very safe bet for a guy to succeed in the NFL. So especially with Bill being so close with Nick Saban, I can't, I, I can't deny that that might have a, a good say in this, that he got his blessing for, uh, Bill got his blessing from Nick Saban. So we'll see what happens, but I'm, I'm still going for Mac. Well, let's keep it moving. And in this poll, we're going to have to ask the listeners to step into a time machine with us because <laughs> this was posted um, prior to the breaking news that came out this week. So we talked about doing a little heat check on uh, Travis Etienne versus Javante Williams. So get in the time machine with us. I want to talk about these two as prospects because realistically, we haven't seen any real NFL game action with them. Um, but you threw it up on Twitter what did the public say about owning either ETN or Javante Williams? Yeah, so let's see. The results from this one were 47% of people sided with Travis ETN, while 51%, so edged him out by four percentage points, uh, 51% would prefer owning Javante Williams, while 2% could not decide, which, honestly, I can't really blame those people either because uh, I definitely think that this is a tighter, uh, tighter race than some people might think, but... Um, I know, you know, I, I would say that you should probably go first on this one, Max, because I know that you feel very passionately about one of these guys. <laughs> uh, you know, Dan was supposed to be on the show tonight. Uh, known Javante Williams truther, not really truther, but just a big fan, right? It's not like he's some late round guy. Um, <laughs> I, I do have a strong take on this, and it, it kind of blows me away that people think Javante Williams is the guy to own in Dynasty right now, right? Um, prior to two days ago, I mean, Travis Etienne impressed us all the way through the process, right? This is a guy that came in and weighed more than we thought he would, right? Some people were talking about him coming in at 205, came in at 215, really like workhorse back size, still ran a 4.5. So we know he's got the juice. Back-to-back, 1,600-yard rushing seasons at Clemson in 2018 and 2019. And when he finally took a step back in the rushing department this past year, all he did was catch more passes, which if you play in PPR leagues, which all of us do, yeah. I don't know how many standard leagues there <laughs> exactly. are still out there. Derek Henry dynasty owners just winning every <laughs> single year in Literally, standard leagues, even half people, um, 37 and 48 reception seasons on his resume. Like those are just numbers you don't see. Yeah. Um, and I will leave you with this It's a heavy rich rebar show. He's got a lot of great stats. I heard this one from him a couple months back. Travis Etienne scored at least one touchdown in 46 of his 55 career games. 24 of those touchdowns came from outside the red zone, and 17 of them came from 40 yards or longer. Sheesh. Now, when I flip to the other side, I like Javante Williams. I think Javante Williams is a very good prospect, but this is someone that came in lighter than we thought he would, right? Some people were talking yeah. about him playing at 230, ran slower than, he, than we thought he would. Uh, you know, still very agile, still had a bunch of great college production, but this is someone that didn't even lead his team in rushing last year, yep. right? Michael Carter was that guy. So there's very few holes I can poke in Travis Etienne's prospect profile. If you want to say, hey, he's not an early declare, that's fine. If I was him, I probably wouldn't have tossed my hat in the ring with Jonathan Taylor, Cam Akers, Antonio yeah. Gibson. You, I could keep going. There was a lot of great running backs last exactly. year. So I don't blame him for going back to school. I know that Dan is just going to hate us when he hears that I basically just took this as a, an opportunity to tell everybody that you're wrong if you're taking Javante Williams over Travis Etienne. 
But um, I feel very strongly about this. And the reason we wanted to still do it, even with the devastating ETN news, is because this is about process. Exactly. It's about evaluating guys for what they've done in college, looking at the numbers that matter, and making decisions based off that. And I'm taking ETN 101 times out of 100 over Javante Williams. Yeah, man. I, I can't blame you, honestly. It, it's especially, I do I own Trevor Lawrence in one of our two leagues that we're in together. So I definitely was hoping, had high hopes for Travis ETN this year. And definitely before that injury, I can say that I would probably take him over Javante. Um, but, you know, it, I can't I can't blame some people for for loving Javante because he really proved that as far as just being someone that can break tackles, um, you know, really support that three down running back uh, role. You know, in college, he was just absolutely elite with breaking tackles. I, it was there's a stat that I saw was point. Um, he had point four eight broken tackles per rushing attempt. So basically breaking half a tackle per attempt. Um, I think he was uh, he had seventy six forced uh missed tackles in college too last year um so you know it, there's no denying that his ability to run the ball down people's throats and make yard, extra yardage that other guys couldn't he also was i think over like 26 percent of his rushing attempts went for over 10 yards as well so his potential for the big play explosions especially when he's you know maybe getting 20 plus carries a game i really can't blame people for banking on that instead of hoping that you know etn um, is used in the correct way uh, as as such a great pass catcher. Um, you know, uh, I think I think that Javante, especially with Melvin Gordon, um, you know, kind of being on his last legs here, he could definitely be in line for you know some top top fifteen finishes over the next few years. Maybe not this year. Yeah. I don't think this year, but um, I can see his his future being bright. It's it's a fantastic devil's advocate. Um, I'm like I said, I do like Javante Williams. He's a guy I was targeting in startups and rookie drafts this year. Um, I personally just think that Travis Etienne is one of the better running back prospects we've seen come through in yeah. the last decade. And there's been some great ones. Right, last year was full of them. Um, but like I said, 101 times out of 100, Etienne is my guy. I think the public got it wrong here. But what do I know? I'm I'm just one exactly. guy with one what vote on Twitter. <laughs> You're just a guy with a microphone. <laughs> So anyway, good job tonight, man. We kept Thanks, it man. short, um, right. quick hitter show. So we will we will look to do this more often because we got great feedback on it and uh, want to keep you getting the polls going. And please, if you like the shorter format, if you like the quick hits, you like Mike's polls that he does, give him a follow at DFF Moose on Twitter. Uh, the brand keeps expanding and leave us a review. I want to know in the comments if you like some of the longer shows Dan and I do, or if you like some of the quick hit stuff that Mike and I do. And eventually one of these days, all three of us will be in the same room and That's I can right. yelled at by Dan in person. <laughs> we won't have to deal with the ghost of Dan. We get actual Dan. <laughs> you know, I'm starting to feel like the ghost of Dan follows me more than just the show. Sometimes I, <laughs> I'm eating breakfast and I feel like the ghost of Dan is with me. I've definitely appreciated the sound bites that you've thrown into some of the most recent episodes for sure. <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep it gotta keep it spicy man. so so getting out of here for today this is the dynasty dynamic you stay classy dynasty leaguers milk was a bad choice